Welcome to Sophisticated Property Investing, a podcast brought to you by Ethical Property Partners. New full-length episodes released every Thursday, but here's a quick caffeine cast. Hey guys, Frank Flake here, founder of Ethical Property Partners, and welcome to this caffeine cast, a rather unusual caffeine cast because... This is my summing up and reflections and analysis of my physical and mental challenge that I covered in the last podcast episode. So if you are tuning into this episode number 198 and it's your first ever EPP Sophisticated Property Investing Podcast it's not going to make much sense. (laughs) The best thing for you to do is to stop now and go to episode 197. So the previous episode, which is a step-by-step live commentary of me walking Hadrian's Wall. Me starting at one end, the west coast of England, and hiking eastwards towards Newcastle. Each couple of hours, every couple of hours, I've recorded how I'm feeling, how I was getting on. I did it continuously in one go. Uh, You'll have to watch the episode to hear whether I achieved my goal or not, which was 84 miles in one go without stopping. But throughout, I'm commenting on, on psychology, on the similarities between a physical challenge like that, taking yourself outside of your comfort zone, and our property businesses and how we feel about our property businesses etc so stop now if this is your uh, first ever episode and go listen to 197 if you have already listened to um, episode 197 then fantastic I hope you enjoyed it I hope you enjoyed listening to it as much as I enjoyed doing the challenge and in this episode I'm going to give you my reflections from the next morning so not (laughs) as coherent as they might otherwise be Um, I'd only had about one hour's sleep and I'd been shivering (laughs) for about 10 hours. But the sun was out. I was walking uh, the last mile or so to uh, my extraction point for the taxi. And um, enjoy. These are my thoughts, my reflections on the challenge the very next morning. It is about 8.30am on Friday morning. Um, I've had a rough 24 hours. Oh, it is 24 hours almost exactly. Um, so I hiked almost continuously for 20 hours. I started at quarter to eight yesterday, Thursday. So it got to quarter to four last night and, oh, I was getting slower and slower. It was raining. (laughs) It was coming sideways. I was, uh, cold. My feet were really hurting my stride had shortened some of the stretches on this wall like i'd i'd seen pictures of it like grassy knolls you know all smooth and um, parts of it i kid you not i was doing on hands and feet i had, I had my hands on it was so steep i was like almost climbing up it unbelievable and then you had to go down the other side and up and down and up and down oh my goodness so the long and short of it was it got to quarter to four this morning and I decided to call it a day could I've gone further ah that's the challenge isn't it that's the question could I have did I give in or was I sensible I just popped my bivvy bag up it's got a little pole in it and a 
and a, a little bit of string to hold it up. Um, opened my sleeping bag and got in. I was freezing. Oh, I shivered and shivered and shivered. I shivered for hours, actually. I did fall asleep a little bit. Probably only got an hour's sleep and decided to call it a day. So I have finished. I've got about a mile now to um, an extraction point. That sounds sounds very military, doesn't it? But um, I've got a taxi booked to come and get me from uh, a visitor center, which is about a mile ahead, which is funnily enough, the visitor center where um, I first had this idea because I brought my boys here and um, my other half and her son a few months ago and I, I saw the, the path. I thought, oh, that'd be good fun to walk. But here's the interesting thing, right? Did I fail or did I succeed? I've never exercised continuously for 20 hours before. It was, my, my previous record was 13 and a half hours when I did my Ironman about six years ago. And I've never traveled that far before. Now, <laughs> Strava stopped working. I must have turned it off at some point, but I don't think I missed that much of it. It's very hard to know how much I missed. Um, Strava's reading 48 miles and it's possible I missed two miles, probably more like a mile. So I think I did like 49-ish miles. So to do best part of 50 miles and 20 hours, I'm really chuffed with, really chuffed. I took my trainers off to get in the bivvy bag and my socks, they were sodden, both are sodden. I've had to put wet socks and wet trainers on this morning, it's horrible. But my feet, and my toes especially, have got blisters the size of grapes. I've never seen such big blisters. They're going to be, uh, oh, if they pop on this last mile, they're going to hurt. <laughs> well, they hurt already, but it's, here's the thing though. Here's the psychology behind it. It's very interesting. I've had a little gel. I bought a few gels of me, so I've had a gel that's got caffeine in it. I don't have much caffeine in my diet, and so caffeine has a really strong effect on me. Um, so I've had a, a caffeine gel, um, like an isotonic gel with caffeine in it, and I've had two paracetamol this morning, and now I'm thinking, oh, I could carry on. And then I was thinking, no, you can't. <laughs> you were shivering uncontrollably. You've had one hour's sleep, <laughs> and... Um, so let's just say I have done 50 miles for ease. It's 84 miles long. So there's 34 miles to go. And on this kind of terrain, I'm doing about two miles an hour. Mile, um, yeah, two miles an hour, mile and a half an hour. You have to really like pick each, each foot. Last night I was slipping and sliding in the rain. Um, I had to navigate around cows and sheep. That's hilarious. It is funny. I was laughing to myself. Um, I was reminding myself of the SAS saying cheerfulness in the face of adversity and uh, I was trying to trying to embody that spirit. <laughs> um, I'm not not military man. I've never been in the military, but I like that saying. I like that attitude. Um, now I'm thinking, oh, could I carry on? And I'm not going to carry on. I'm not going to carry on. I'm going to call it a day. I'm going to return. I will conquer it. But I've learned a lot from it. And so you think about it, right? What has it been a failure? Has it been a success? I've got a personal best. I've never, never um, exercised for that long, never walked that far. I wore the wrong footwear, 
trainers, really bad idea. I got my feet wet in the first few hours. That's why I've got all the blisters. I've never had blisters like this before. And I've spent hours and hours in running trainers. I've run marathons. These are especially good trainers, actually. Like, they suit the shape of my feet really well. But getting them wet was a massive mistake. Massive mistake. Um, I'll come back and I'll do it. I can do it in one go. I know I can do it in one go. I need to train more. I was kind of like thinking to myself, well, it's more of a challenge if you don't train. And that's true. That's true. <laughs> but it also makes <laughs> it makes it a lot harder, a lot, lot harder. The 34 miles, like right now I'm thinking, oh, I could carry on. But 34 miles left, let's say, and I do two miles an hour, which I think I'm a bit slower than that. But um, that is 17 hours, isn't it? Um which it's half past eight now that's going to take me uh well 12 hours is half past eight tonight plus five that's like the early hours of t- t- tomorrow morning i i can't i don't believe i can do that and maybe that's me being weak but i don't i don't think i can do it i pr- probably can i think we're all capable of what we more way more than we know but um, I'm going to choose not to do it. <laughs> I'm going to take that on the chin. Um, but I'm going to write. I'm going to sit down. One of my um, partners. I had some amazingly supportive um, messages from friends and family and clients. And one of my clients said, um, "I bet you'll have a long list of like best next times." And everything I do in business, I do generally do a like best next time. It's like an, an analysis. Um, every sales. Um, interaction you should definitely do a like best next time for and um i thought yeah what well, good idea i've learned loads learned loads about myself learned loads about um physical challenges so i am i'm going to do like best next times on it so hopefully this little episode has motivated you perhaps to step outside your comfort zone i'm massively i've been massively outside my comfort zone my feet are outside their comfort zone right now um i keep stroking my groin because it's so sore <laughs> just like to check everything's still there because it hurts so much um i am really looking forward to a, a warm bath and oh and some sleep oh I'm tired and some proper food. My, my poor digestion struggling with. I was just forcing myself to eat. I was trying to eat for 350 calories an hour. Which obviously over 20 hours is 7,000 calories. Um, and that I found that hard. Like I felt nauseous for most of the time. I was like right you've got, you got a handful of peanuts. Just eat two of them. <laughs> and then like 10 minutes later go and eat a few more. And ah. Oh, tough 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 but hey what an amazing sunrise what an amazing vista and um it's all paid for isn't it it's all it's all been earned i hope i've inspired you challenged you motivated you to step outside your comfort zone whether that's in your property business whether it's um personally in your relationships, in your fitness. And hopefully, I hadn't anticipated this, but hopefully you can hear it in my voice. Hopefully you can um, sense my demeanour. I'm not disappointed. Of course it would have been great to have done the whole thing. But who cares? No one, no one 
else cares, it's me. I set myself an arbitrary challenge. If Hadrian's Wall had been 70 miles, I would have set myself that. If it had been 100 miles, it would have been that. It's, it's completely arbitrary. Um, if there had been some kind of event, walk as far as you can. Oh, going up a hill now, it's tough. In 20 hours, I would have been delighted with 49, 50 miles. I am not disappointed. I'm really pleased. It was like driving up here. It's about a three and a half hour drive up to Carlisle from from Leicestershire. Driving up here, I was thinking, oh, I feel a bit poorly. I feel like I'm getting a cold. And I was like checking my glands. And I had to stop myself. I was like, Frank, stop being a wimp. <laughs> You're not poorly. <laughs> You're just scared. And so... I won that battle. I, I did. I, I started. I didn't give in. I woke up feeling oh a bit tired. I only had seven hours sleep the night before. Only <laughs> seven hours sleep to full night's sleep. I feel amazing because I've challenged myself. I was so fast. I lay in my sleeping bag with all my clothes on. I was soaked to the skin. All of my layers were were soaked. I took my rain jacket off because it it was so wet. But everything else I wore, wore my hat, <laughs> wore my neck warmer. Um, I took my, my big, I've got these massive gloves, these big, big old snowboarding gloves. I took those off, I didn't sleep in those. But um, I lay in my uh, sleeping bag, in this bivvy bag, which is basically just an oversized sleeping bag with a, a pole on it. And I shivered, I was in the fetus position and I just shivered and I was thinking, right, you're okay, Frank. You'll, the sun will come up in about three hours. Um, you'll start to warm up then. Um, I couldn't reach any food. I couldn't reach any water. So I just lay there. I messaged um, my other half so that she didn't worry because she's got, um, she's been tracking me on my iPhone. So I didn't want her to worry that I hadn't moved in four hours. <laughs> that was like <laughs> stuck in a ditch, which the irony was I was stuck in a ditch. <laughs> but it's one that I chose and I found this little hollow. I put my bivvy bag there and stuff. So, yeah, hopefully I've challenged you because failure, and I think most people say this is a failure because, you know, I set out to do 84 miles without stopping and I gave up or stopped, quit at 50 odd miles. But here's the thing, I had a crack at it. I risked failure and the chances of me completing this, I didn't know, I really, really didn't know what my chances were of, of doing this. I think I thought they were about 70%. I think that's what I was thinking and that if I really dug in I, could, I had a good chance of getting it getting it done there's a lot of things that could have gone wrong weather which I was hit by pretty bad weather um, temperature if it had gone down to freezing I think that would have been hard it didn't stayed about five degrees last night which is still cold <laughs> and next time I do it in August because there'd be less um, darkness <laughs> and a lot warmer <laughs> And, and also, ah, the ground was so wet. I was slipping and sliding. Of course, every time you slip and slide, you have to, like, tense yourself up. Your muscles are working harder to try and control your feet. I think, in retrospect, I probably had a 20% chance of completing it. 
and I'm I'm cool with that. I, like I love the challenge, but hopefully, like when was the last time you attempted something where you had a twenty percent chance of success, an eighty percent chance of failure? And I think that's a habit. I think it's a habit to try stuff, to attempt stuff where the likelihood is it's not going to pay off. Because if you can minimise the risk, you know, what was the risk of, of this? Well, I guess I could have died. <laughs> but not really, because when, when I really was worried about my uh, health, I got in my sleeping bag and got in my little bivvy bag and 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 waited it out so I don't think it was really I was a bit worried about falling over and I knew I, I knew my blood sugars were getting low and I knew I was getting cold I, sh- I was shivering whilst walking but I mitigated that risk by having a sleeping bag and having a big, big, big <laughs> easy for me to say bivy bag and so if you can get the risk down to a manageable level a really low level there's nothing to stop you attempting things that are really hard or unlikely to succeed. And if you attempt enough of them, especially in your property business, then you're going to fly. You're going to absolutely fly because some of those will pay off. And if you're attempting stuff that's really hard, you only need a few of them to pay off. If you can get the risks of, of failure not the risk of failure, sorry, the result of failure. So if you get the consequences of failure right down, then the ones that do pay off, the ones that, oh, this is interesting. I've got a choice. I can go over a stile or through a gate. (laughs) I'm going through the gate (laughs) all day long. (laughs) If you watch me climb over that stile now, oh my goodness, it'd probably take me 10 minutes and I'd probably fall over as well. face plant into the uh, into the rocks the other side but if you get your risk down or the the consequences of failure down then you can have as many of those long odds gambles as you like and it's it's definitely instilled in us to not to not risk failure to only answer questions when we know the answer how many times did we as kids put our hands up in class and answer something incorrectly and the teacher said no that's wrong johnny what's the answer johnny says it's this miss and the teacher says sorry stereotypical that the teacher's female isn't it um and the teacher says yes that's right johnny well done she didn't say well done for having a go frank or well done for risking failure frank or well done for failing if you keep having goes like that you're going to be made for life never heard a teacher say that before we are conditioned i sit my own boys and i really try and support them to be brave to be courageous to answer questions that they don't know the answer to to have a a go and when i say don't know the answer to i mean like think think what it could be and then have a guess because I think that's really valuable I think it's a valuable lesson for us in business so I hope I've challenged you I hope I've inspired you and until next time happy investing that was audio taken from our YouTube channel for more sophisticated property investing tactics just search YouTube for ethical property partners and listen out for our full-length podcast released every Thursday